Well, hello again to another episode of So Talk to Me. In fact, it's episode 88. 88. 88. We made it. We made it to 88. To 88. So here. Another week. In the lives <laughs> of Josh and Sam Broccolo. Here we are. Yep. Back at our kitchen table once again, talking about whatever we decide to talk about. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Um, completely non-controversial topic today. So it's gonna it's gonna be fun. We're never controversial, you guys. No, not at all. I mean never. we have we are a completely milk toast podcast. <laughs> uh, um, no, actually, I do want to say before we get started, I mean, obviously, we're going to have our normal kind of um, introductory banter, but I do want everyone just to know um, if you have this one, this episode on in a public space or whatever, we are going to be talking about some more adult issues. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and, and we're going to talk about it openly. Um, obviously, we're not, you know, we're not going to be like, super explicit or anything like that but we will uh mention anatomy and things of that nature the birds and the bees that kind of fun stuff and the christian sexual ethic so um that said if yeah if you are listening to this publicly and and there are some young ears around or people that you don't want to hear this you should probably put in headphones or wait till later to listen to this episode so anyways um so samantha how you doing um good it's going pretty well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's been a pretty chill week so far. Good. So. I'm glad. Yeah. It's, I guess, in that sense, sort of the opposite of last week, because I felt like last week was sort of a blur. It just went by mm-hmm. so quickly. Yeah. <laughs> pretty busy. <laughs> and this one's just sort of, you know, chill. Nice. Not much going on, so. Well, that's good. Yeah. What about you? Um, I'm, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. This, uh, you know, we, we talked about last week with the water coming through the ceiling. And so having to deal with that, um, we have kind of like narrowed it down. There's at least we have not found any mold or anything like that. The weird smells that we were smelling was just wet, um, you know, insulation Wood. and drywall and all that fun stuff so uh there's there's still more work to be done but it's not nearly as bad as i had suspected it to be um but i will be eventually getting around to cutting into the ceiling and then patching it up and fun stuff like that so so that'll be fun um i did you know when i was lurking around in the ceiling of our garage i don't think i told the story last week because it happened over the weekend um if if you follow my lovely wife on Facebook, <laughs> uh, she said that I fell through the ceiling you over did. the weekend. Um, that makes it sound much more exciting than it actually was. I did misstep and I busted my leg through the the ceiling in the garage. Um, so made a nice little hole right next to the entrance. Uh, into the into the like attic area um so that was fun but uh <laughs> i didn't quite fall through the hole my leg went through the hole yes so, so yeah. you fell through the ceiling no that's you not fell true. and your leg went through the ceiling that yes. is what happened yes but my entire body did not well i didn't say your ceiling. entire body went through but the ceiling i said you fell of, through the ceiling yeah that's kind of what's implied when you say that i fell through the ceiling 
Um, but anyways, so there's all kinds of fun stuff going on there um, <laughs> that, that we'll get to eventually. But having, like not being in school has been extremely nice because you asked how I was doing. Um, I do feel like I've still been pretty busy, but I get to choose what I've been busy with, <laughs> if that makes any sense. Like the time You've normally more spent. more time on your hands. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And this week it does have some extra work stuff going on as well. So I've been able to kind of, um, how shall I put this, be a little bit more lax because I've been spending a lot of time at work, if that makes sense. So it's it's been kind of chill with some of the time that I have had been, been able to just chill a little bit. So yeah, last night we were able to like, we sat down and played a board game. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. We did. That was fun. It was fun. It was, was it called code names? Code names. Mm-hmm. Oh, code names. Okay. Yeah. It was pretty fun. Yeah. I think it'd be more fun with more people. Yeah. We yeah. It's trying made to figure for... out how to play it with just the two of us, but. Well, it was the rules. It it does have so it's made for from like four to ten people, basically. Um, but there are variants to play with two or three people. And so we were playing it with just the two of us. And yeah, it, it was fun. I, I I'm glad that we were able to play it so that we both know how to play it when we introduce it to our friends and family and stuff like that, because I I do think it'll be a fun one to play um when we get people together. For and sure. see like who's on the same wavelength because uh, <laughs> it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it was funny. We played it a few times, mm-hmm. a few rounds, and uh, the progression was funny. We did, we did pretty good the first round, and mm-hmm. we did better the second round, and then it just got worse from there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Although a part of that has to do with. I mean, the way that the game is played, it's not the same game every time. Like, you're working with different words, basically. And so, like, some of the difficulty is completely random if you get just a bunch of random words that, I I don't know, are difficult to to kind of bunch together. So, anyways, don't want to get too far into, like, explaining (laughs) the game or anything like that, except, I, and maybe I'm just being defensive. I don't know. Um, But it's not one that, like... It's kind of like solitaire, you know, if you play solitaire. Solitaire is not always winnable just because of the way that the cards are in the deck. Mm-hmm. Like it is, there is a sense of randomness that, that goes into solitaire. There are some impossible, there are some games that you literally just cannot win. While it's not exactly that way, um, there are... the certain combinations make things very difficult. And then of course you're playing with different people. And so the connections that you make with different words, because that's kind of the whole point of the game um, are just more difficult in general, but I am excited to play it with more people to see how other people think through words and concepts and, and see, cause like, you know, we're married. And so we kind of think along the same wavelength a lot of the time, not all not of the time. Not all the time, apparently. Not all of the time. <laughs> um, so, th- yeah, it'll, it'll be fun. It'll be fun to, to play with other people. So, yeah. It was fun playing last night. For show, keeping the, you know, keeping the, the, the flames stoked and our romance alive by <laughs> sitting on the couch and playing a board game. Hey, I, I enjoy it. 
Oh yeah, no, I wasn't being sarcastic. I like I actually meant, I don't know, doing something out of the ordinary and having fun, playing a board game. I don't know. It's quaint, but it's fun. Sometimes it's good just to do something like, I don't know, kind of normal. So yeah, mm-hmm. it's been a good week. Mm-hmm. It's been fun. Yeah. Other than our new board game, you know, there's nothing new going on. Nothing big has happened in the world, right? No. No, not really. It's been a pretty boring week. Social media is just super chill. Same as always. Yeah. Uh, everyone being level-headed. Mm-hmm. No one getting upset at anyone. Right. No one spouting illogical statements. No. No. Everyone's perfectly rational. Exactly. And friendly. Yeah. And that is not the world we live in. <laughs> not yeah. at all. So I guess we're just going to we're just going to jump into it then. Uh we're done with we're done with our small talk. Um man, oh man. So, you know, like like most weeks, not quite sure what we we're going to talk about coming into this episode until like yesterday or the day before and um it seems like ever since we decided on on talking about this it's uh, the world has just gotten even more crazy or maybe i've just spent more time on social media maybe well, that's probably what it you've is just, and, yeah you've just spent more time on social media i've definitely spent more time on social media <laughs> this past the past few days so yeah yeah and it's kind of the what's what's that called the um the loud minority what is that what is that term because there's the silent majority and then there's the something minority anyways but that's kind of uh you know that could be the case you know it may not be as big of a deal but it seems like the internet is just exploding um man oh man so i'm trying to think so uh, uh, full disclosure like i i feel like my brain is kind of swirling because i have so many thoughts and there's so many different things going on so hopefully we'll be able to kind of like land on just a couple topics and kind of cover them in in somewhat detail or at least you know what we wanted to talk about uh here today because there were two main things and which one of them just has seemed to blow up even more um that are very much related so um i i wanted to kind of start out our conversation so well i guess we'll just explain it first of all because this <laughs> is very much centered around kind of what's going on right now mm -hmm. things could change by next week you know um but it has to do with i guess it all kind of started with was it georgia that started first or was it ohio i think it was ohio first yeah so ohio passed this um heartbeat, heartbeat bill bill mm -hmm. yes that bans abortions in ohio um, that are performed after a, what is it, like a detectable heartbeat mm -hmm. in the life of the child. So at basically at like six weeks, seven mm -hmm. weeks, around there, um, after six or seven weeks pregnant, you they outlawed abortion, mm -hmm. basically. Um, and so that kind of sparked some outrage, put it that way. Um, and, and that was kind of the, the Which reaction. that was... That was like a, at least a month ago, right? I don't think it was that long ago. I thought it was a couple, a couple weeks, a week or two. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, I guess, you know, maybe the internet can, can tell us. <laughs> but um, 
Okay, so I'm seeing a um, an article from Cleveland that was posted, excuse me, not October, April the 10th. So this was just like a week ago. April 10th? Yeah, that was last month. Sorry, it's May. It's not yeah. April. <laughs> so it yeah, was a month so, ago. Yeah, yeah. It was like a month ago. Okay. Okay. So, um, yeah. So, so this, like I said, it kind of sparked some outrage. And, and that was kind of what had um, the, the outrage and the things that have happened um, was what I kind of wanted to bring up. And I wasn't sure that it would be an entire main topic. Um, but... The whole, um, if you've not heard, but the call from uh, particularly Alyssa Milano um, for a sex strike. Um, and that's kind of what I wanted to, to just bring up and how um, we as Christians look at, I mean, it it's basically has to do with the Christian worldview in general. But as I mentioned, like the Christian sexual ethic, like what? And, and how, how we view things like this. So that was originally kind of what I wanted to talk about. But then um, there have since been other bills that have been presented in other states. Some have already passed. Mm -hmm. So um, Georgia and Alabama. Yeah, those are the two that have, have like just exploded. And it seems like everyone... Guys, I mean, I'm not... I wouldn't consider myself sheltered. Everyone not in those states. Yeah, right, right. Has some sort of an opinion, a very loud opinion. Um, and and there has been a lot of vitriol, um, which I'm surprised by just because I, I don't generally have a lot of like, I don't know, a, a lot of people that I didn't know I had so many friends or had so many connections with people that are so um, liberal. No, I, that's not even what I'm trying to say. Who are so against prohibiting abortion mm. in any form? Um, because I don't, I don't want to go overboard and talk about uh, and and it, it just kind of bunch people together. Right. I want to stay very, um, very focused on this one issue of mm -hmm. abortion, at least for our talk here today. Right. Um, I don't want to go, I don't want to start talking about all these other things that I disagree with in worldview. And, and some of those things will come up just viewing how we just view. naturally, uh, yeah. Right. Because right. they tend to fit together. Yeah. Yeah. Whose responsibility we, we see, things like that. So, mm -hmm. so definitely there are kind of larger political ideals that, that come into this conversation as well. But I want to primarily focus on um, abortion Mm -hmm. as well just because that has been blown up so there were right. these two things basically the again the sex strike was kind of the first thing that i wanted to talk about just because um initially it just sounds so radically crazy and funny <laughs> and i just thought it would be yeah, a just, funny just thing the to... term sounds really funny yeah. yeah but then as i thought about it more it's like wow th there are a lot of things we as christians can say um, not even necessarily in response, but that, that have to do with the idea of a sex strike. Um, but then, like I said, the, the whole issue of abortion has just exploded. So we'll talk about that as well. So these are the kind of the primary places that I wanted to go. Um, so, uh, well, let's start off. Okay. I've already said it a couple times, the Christian sexual ethic. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. What is the biblical view of sex? Um, in a marriage between one man and one woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is what we as Christians believe sex was created for. Mm-hmm. It was for a man and a woman in a marriage relationship, in a covenant with each other. Right. For life. Okay. So, I mean, that's, it's pretty simple. It's not very nuanced. Um, I didn't realize, and maybe this is just me being sheltered. I don't know. I didn't realize how absolutely radical that is nowadays to people in general. Um, until the way that people are talking <laughs> on social media <laughs> over the past week. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's so simple, right? Like, yeah. Sex is for marriage between one man and one woman. It's so simple. Yeah. But it goes against our sinful nature. Mm-hmm. So, God, like, in other sense. words, I understand, like, where all of these other views come from. Mm-hmm. Like, they obviously stem from our sinful nature, you know, wanting to be autonomous and wanting to um, just do what we want to do regardless of whoever it affects. Yeah. Right. And, and, um, and it, if you don't have a, a standard like God who, who has put forth this objective standard. Yeah. Right. And is consistent yeah. throughout scripture and has always been consistent. Um, if you don't have that to fall back on, then then what do you have? Um, like you said, you, your own autonomy and your own feelings that, mm-hmm. that change all the time. And so from that perspective, if you deny God, then, you know, or, or like, the book of Romans says, if you um, suppress him in unrighteousness, exactly. Um, then it, it makes sense from that perspective that, Oh, well um, the connection that you have with someone will eventually lead to a sexual relationship mm-hmm. from that, from that standpoint, that makes sense because God has created us um, to, we're sexual beings. Right, exactly, exactly. Yeah, that's a part of Where who we, we are. Where we are made to reproduce. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and hey, yeah. like even as Christians, I'm not saying that sex is always for reproduction. Right. Like it's also just something you have fun with as a married couple. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's, he made it, God made it enjoyable. Right. <laughs> he made it pleasurable, pleasurable, um, for our own for our pleasure for yes. our own enjoyment to bless us with that right um and but treating it the way we do now is just spitting in his face right it is it is devaluing something that is so um well like you said we're sexual beings it's something that is intrinsic to to who we are and it affects us so deeply Mm -hmm. and treating it like um, it's just something that you do uh, 
it really is. I mean, just to go back to the to the um uh, to the phrase that scripture uses, it is suppressing the truth mm. because we know. I mean, otherwise, something like rape wouldn't be such a serious issue, right? If sex was just something you do, um, it's it's not like it affects you deeply, yeah. And it was created. For you to I mean, have that your, relationship with your one body other person. is completely violated, yeah, which is why you feel completely violated, right, right. So, and and we talked about you know in our episode about how how we are um, how our bodies affect us, mm-hmm. right? And when we talked about our relationship with our bodies, um, so so you know it's it's something we've mentioned before, but uh, it, we really see it in the sexual relationship, mm-hmm. so. Um, knowing that, knowing the way that God has given us sex and that he's blessed us with that, um, now we take a look at what some people coming from a completely different perspective talk about how they view and how they treat sex. Okay. So Alyssa Milano on Twitter called for a sex strike and i'm just gonna read well actually no i didn't pull up the original tweet so excuse me um but basically what she was saying it's on my facebook oh okay well there (laughs) you go here we go okay she says our reproductive rights are being erased until women have legal control over our own bodies we just cannot risk pregnancy Join me by not having sex until we get bodily autonomy back. I'm calling for a hashtag sex strike. Pass it on. There you go. There you go. So this was her initial tweet, and it, it it's blown up. Like, tons of people are saying tons of things about it. But, and it like I said, originally, it was... Personally, my first reaction was to laugh. I think it's funny. Um, but again, being a little bit more serious and trying to think through this, um, the way that she is treating sex there, there's so much wrong here. (laughs) Okay. I'll just put it that way. Um, but as Christians, the way that we, we view sex as a gift that God has given us, us being, I mean, people in general to be enjoyed within the marriage relationship within Mm -hmm. the marriage covenant. Okay. And And also to reproduce. Yes, yes. And um, because that's how you reproduce. You have sex. <laughs> there you go. That's what happens. Hope everyone understands that. <laughs> um, the, right. That is a natural consequence of having sex. Crazy, <laughs> crazy. Um, yeah, maybe not everyone knows that. It seems like if you get on the internet. But, um, anyways, so Paul talks about, um, Paul talks, I, I'm pretty sure it's Paul. Paul talks about how, um, our bodies are not our own in the marriage relationship that your body belongs to your spouse. And it gives one time in which you abstain from having sex. And that is to devote yourself to prayer. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, the way that I interpret that is that if something is like, if there's something that you're going through in your relationship and you need to focus on like praying to God, like you really need God to come in and help in that time. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and so you were abstaining from sex in that time because you're trying to devote yourself to God and get your priorities in order and then come back to the relationship right. with, um, with your priorities in order. So that is the one time in which um, uh, the, the marriage relationship in which the scripture says to abstain from sex. Mm-hmm. So therefore, by implication, married people should be having sex. Right. Right. So when you talk about sex and you use it in such a way to manipulate someone, that is a, a violation of, of what sex is intended for. Um, when, when you are intentionally abstaining from sex to get something out of it, right? For like what she is calling for is she is saying, women, tell your partners that you're not going to have sex with them until, and in this case, until there is some sort of out political outrage and, and legislation is changed so that in and of itself which if you're an unmarried woman this is a great thing to do well that we'll get to that we'll get to that (laughs) in just a second because that's also the the ridiculous thing i mean okay okay we'll just we'll just go there okay so (laughs) so and i mean the the first thing is like seeing sex as a weapon okay Mm -hmm. that's a horrible thing right okay another thing is like what what are you really trying to accomplish you're trying to accomplish political change and you're trying to do that by, excuse my language, by pissing off the person that you're in a sexual relationship with. Like, like how, I mean, first of all, are you in a sexual relationship with someone who disagrees with you over this issue? Um, okay, that's that's kind of weird that you're in that relationship to begin with. I guess your view of sex is so low that you actually don't connect with this person on a lot of other levels. Um, or are you in a relationship with someone who actually agrees with you, but you're going to stop having sex with them in order to get them to agree with you even more or or just get really upset and, and demand change? Like, how much do they have to demand political change before you start having sex with them again, like I don't even get what this accomplishes. You know what I mean? <laughs> but like you were saying, uh, the, the funny thing is that if you're not married, I agree with her somewhat. Like, <laughs> don't have sex. Yeah. yeah, you're right. And and what is she like? What is she against? She's against in this tweet. Um, preventing abortions right right and she is saying don't have sex until we can have abortions so it's like what she's accomplishing like this is what we as christians are have always said abstain abstinence abstain from having sex unless you are married right sex is only for marriage right and 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 having children so if you are not ready to to be married and have, have children, children then don't, don't have, sex. have sex like right. this is what we've always said so it's uh, i'm i'm kind of at a loss for words <laughs> because in the, in that sense like i agree with her right it's just her logic in getting there is so twisted and so completely opposite of again the way that that right. i see the world because of scripture 
this this is why I wanted to bring it up is because I feel like there's so much here to talk about. Um, and the irony of it all, the, the, what I find ironic is that, again, the implication is that you would be having sex with whoever you want, mm-hmm. right? That That's her implication. And then she's saying, oh, we'll stop having sex with just everyone um, until everyone is pissed off and everyone changes the laws right um and you see that actually funny enough ironically enough it's the christians so i'm going to say christians in general because i am a christian Mm -hmm. it's those who actually see sex as something valuable as a gift from god who who have a higher view of sex not those who are willing to just have sex with anyone. You know what I mean? Like you get this you get this idea from the world that like, oh, Christians are there are people who who have the Christian sexual ethic are prudes. You know, they don't enjoy sex. Sex is just, a, you know, a method of reproduction or something like that. Well, in this case, it's it's obvious who devalues sex, mm-hmm. who sees it as a weapon, who sees it as as something you just kind of give out whenever you feel like it and who actually values sex as something that brings people, brings spouses, married couples together and, and views it in such a way that it is a gift. Right. You know what I mean? It's just, it. it's, there's so many different ways to look at this <laughs> and it's just absolutely ridiculous. Um, and, and I did just want to bring up too, because I think it's, kind of funny um the the reply that i showed you yesterday so she she tweeted once again and this does have some um some language well some anatomy okay in it okay um so hopefully that doesn't offend anyone but i'm just just so that so that you know what we're talking about so this is the initial tweet by Alyssa milano she said we can in all caps love sex and fight for our bodily autonomy just side note real quick again this is why i mean she's saying we can love sex like no you don't love it like you actually are not valuing it clearly by and it's okay anyways back to the tweet (laughs) um there are lots of alternatives to cis men protect your vaginas ladies men in positions of power are trying to legislate legislate them hashtag sex strike okay so she got a reply to her tweet The reply says, not all, quote, ladies have vaginas. Some have penises. It's not hard to put, quote, cis before, quote, ladies. But you chose not to try, and that's transphobic behavior. So then Alyssa uh, replied and said, you're right. If I could edit, I would. Thank you. The smiley face on it. And I can't help but... I don't know if laughing is the appropriate response, but it, I'm sorry. I'm, <laughs> I'm at a loss for words here. Um, to say that some women have penises is a complete contradiction. Yes. And it is a very obvious contradiction. I understand that there are those who 
who would separate sex from gender and say that they are different things. But when you are using terms like men and women, th- that has certain biological implications. Mm-hmm. And just because you separate sex and gender, when someone else uses the term man or woman, they may not be separating those two things. Um, again, as a Christian who is attempting to base his worldview on the Bible, I do not separate sex from gender. Right. I believe that God creates people. And, and, and again, we are sexual beings. We are engendered beings. And um, while there can be the occasional mutation or disability and, and things like that, because we live in a fallen world, mm-hmm. generally, the normal way that people are born, it is very obvious whether they are a man or a woman. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so again, to say that not all ladies have vaginas and that some have penises is so obviously, like you said, self-contradictory. It's almost funny if it weren't so sad that it was being taken seriously. Right. So I, I, I just had to bring that up because it is also this kind of, um, this new progressive, hash, uh, the, in scare quotes, progressive um, worldview that is like, eating itself that Mm -hmm. is like destroying itself because even Alyssa milano who is the champion of feminism and women and so so ladies go on a sex strike and protect your vaginas even she is being called out for not being progressive enough right because clearly she doesn't you are being transphobic because you chose not to even try to include the women who have penises but it's Well, all of it is just so contradictory because even those women who want to be male or those men who want to be female, the way that they portray their ideal sex is very stereotypical. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And which is incredibly ironic because that whole movement is also screaming against stereotypes and gender roles. So it just doesn't, it just all contradicts, all contradicts itself. Yeah. (laughs) There's no consistency. It's all incredibly inconsistent. Um, Right. Which should just scream to us that it, there's no truth in it. Yeah. Yeah. To say that gender is a social construct while still attempting to, while also, on the other hand, attempting to say that you are a different gender because you are more like the social constructs of the other gender is self-contradictory. Right. Because just... It's hard to even, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm hard. It's, it's mental gymnastics. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. So. 
So that was the first thing that I kind of <laughs> just wanted to to bring up because again, it, it it's it's so it was initially just really funny to me because it's so like yeah, I think that's a great way of saying it that that you the, the mental gymnastics are on full display. Mm-hmm. Um, but then as I thought about it more, it's like no, there are some like serious issues here when you're viewing sex as something that you're that you're using against your own gain someone and against someone else yeah yeah that is which is exactly what what men do when they rape women yeah yeah they use sex for their own gain and against someone else Mm. man Ah, anyways, so all that to say is that, again, I'm going to use this term again, the Christian sexual ethic has the highest view of sex. It's crazy. It's almost as if God wanted what's best for us. <laughs> you know, isn't that, isn't that insane? <laughs> Man. So, so there's that, <laughs> that conversation. And then the, the, the rest of the conversation that's been going on about um, these abortion laws that are being passed. Um, where do we want to start here? <laughs> Cause there's a lot to talk about. Um, well, do you just want to touch on like abortion in general, what it is, what it does, or do you want to talk about the bills, the misconceptions around them? Like, I, I think it would, I think it would help to just kind of state our position right off the bat. Okay. So okay. our well, position on abortion in general. We are abolitionists. We believe that all abortions should be abolished mm-hmm. because we believe that it is murder. Mm-hmm. It is, I mean, the, de- the, the definition of abortion is the termination of a pregnancy. Um, someone terminating a pregnancy mm-hmm. um which what makes you pregnant <laughs> having a baby inside of you right yeah. mm-hmm. like <laughs> you're not you're not getting away from there being a child in the womb if you if you just say the word pregnancy mm-hmm. um so yes we believe that abortion is murder mm-hmm. and so Therefore, we believe that it should be outlawed because murder should be illegal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you should not be allowed to murder someone. Right. For any reason. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. And and I'd say even even before that, it's like, it's like you said, th- abortion is wrong in any in any circumstance. Right. Abortion is wrong because it is murdering a child. Right. Okay. It's murdering so, a human being. Right. Who is made in the image of God. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. Um, and and it's, it's, again, it's it's very simple. Our position on this, our position on sex is very simple. Mm-hmm. And, and we believe that our position is biblical. Right. That God creates humans men and women he has made us in the image of god and so we are we have value and dignity every single human being does Mm -hmm. and so when you 
it is wrong to kill another human being. Right. I mean, the, it's one of the Ten Commandments. Thou shalt well, not, not murder. murder. Right. Um, and so because we do believe that um, that life, life begins at conception, right. um, anything that would kill a child that you do that would kill a child um, after conception is murder. Mm-hmm. Pretty simple. Very simple. There's there's not much nuance to our position. We understand that, that especially after this week. We're that, not talking about miscarriage. No. I just want to make that very clear. Right. Miscarriage and abortion are not the same thing whatsoever. Comparing the two is completely illogical. Mm-hmm. And miscarriage is when a child dies in the womb mm-hmm. of just a natural cause. Mm-hmm. Could be just some sort of defect. Um some sort of illness, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. um, whatever the reason God chooses to take the life of that child. It's, it's not murder. No, no, it's, it's not, it's not a human choice. It's not, right. it's not someone attempting. The definition of murder is a human being killing another human being. Right. Right. So God taking the life of someone is not murder. Right, right. And and I do also have to say that God is our creator. It is not wrong for him to take human life. Right. Okay. It is wrong for other humans to take human life because we are created in the image of God and we are told not to, ki- not to murder. Okay. So it is wrong for us to murder. It is not wrong for God to kill. Because God has, because God is altogether good and he has his own purposes. We don't always understand what those purposes are, but we cannot say that God is doing wrong when he kills a human. Right. Okay. That, 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 that's just another foundational truth that if, if you don't explain it early on, you can, you can muddy the waters later right. on. Okay. So, um, so again, our I think our position is very simple mm-hmm. when it when it comes to just understanding. So therefore, all abortion, all um, intentionally taking the life of a child in the womb is wrong mm-hmm. because it is murder, and murder is wrong. Right. Very simple logical progression there. Mm-hmm. So when we see things like these bills that have passed that we believe do not go far enough. Right. We can also rejoice that they are preventing children from being murdered. Right. Okay. So we don't have to. So while, like Samantha said, we believe that abortion should be abolished. Well, we don't believe that there's ever an instance where, um, where abortion is the right choice. Right. Where killing a child is the proper um, choice. Uh, we we can also again just rejoice when we see mm-hmm. it even gradually being more restricted because abortion is such a huge blight on our country as Americans. Millions of children have died because that is something that is currently happening in America, and people 
I, I can't even think of the right words, but people are, are glad that that They're is happening. literally celebrating it. Right. It's, yeah, that's a good word. Um, celebrating it. Um, uh, we can be glad that that there are measures being taken to at least limit limit it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. So that's, that's our position right. on abortion in general. So um, when it comes to these laws being passed, we can, again, we can rejoice mm-hmm. because there, there is good that is being done, even if it is not enough good in our estimation, right. in our view. Um, so, I have seen lots of argumentation. Oh, well, you're not really pro-life because da, 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 because of all these other things. Because you're not taking care of women after after the child is born. You don't care about the child after is born. Blah blah blah. blah. All these other things. Well, okay. You you can go down those roads. You can have those conversations. Those are not bad conversations to have. But I can say with a clear conscience that even even if those are credible uh, um, accusations that at the end of the day, the, not that those things don't matter. They're mostly just misconceptions. The, well, right. <laughs> right. That's that's another thing. And that's why I said, like, you can go down and have those conversations, right? But those are also changing the subject, okay, if I can put it that way. It... All of those are other good things that we can talk about. How can we support people? You know, how can we um, make it so that life is valued in the womb and out of the womb? How can we do those things? Those are good conversations to have. Right. Yes. The, but those the mother and the child after it's born should be taken care of. Yes. But what is the more urgent issue here? Right. Right. The life and death one. <laughs> yeah. It is literally an issue of life and death. And you can't have that conversation if you're just murdering the child. Right. So, so yes and, right? Yes, we can talk about those things. But right now, we can also be glad that murder of children is happening, is occurring less. Right. Right? Um, so, I, I don't know. That That's one of the many things that I've seen lately. I, I have seen arguments being made that these laws have nothing to do with actually saving children and they're all about controlling women there's a lot <laughs> i mean where where do you begin with something like that i mean i mean the first thing that i thought is like have you ever even talked to a pro life person ever <laughs> like uh no my, my entire, th- the reason that I'm glad about these bills being passed is because I am glad that children are not being murdered, okay? It's, sorry, just an image popped into my head of like these people thinking that all of these representatives are just like sitting it, it like a, like their cartoon, um, like their cartoon villains just like, sitting in a dark room petting a cat like scheming over how they can control women's vaginas yeah. like it's yeah. just that it's so it's so silly yeah it's so silly right right and and once again i have to say as a christian god has remained consistent <laughs> right <laughs> through ever since he he created humanity <laughs> he has told us 
don't murder. Right. <laughs> right. I mean, Adam and Eve, okay, they had kids. Mm-hmm. They had Cain and Abel. Cain murdered Abel and God condemned him for it. Right. Okay. Amazingly, God has always condemned murder. <laughs> so it's like we have not, as, as Christians, we have not changed in our ethic towards mm-hmm. murder. Um, and, and so all of a sudden, we're being, I say we, it's, it's not, I'm not every pro-lifer is a Christian. I'm not saying that either. But to say that, to question my motives and my intentions when I have never, when we as, as Christians have never changed in that, hey, murdering babies is wrong. Oh, it always has been. Um, and then to claim, oh, you're just trying to control women when, no, God has literally always said that murdering people is wrong, <laughs> is is asinine. Um, so I don't know. Are there any like objections or anything that you wanted to bring? I, I'm just kind of venting at this point, but also uh, attempting to kind of think through these things, right? Because I understand that people are very upset and they, they say very inflammatory things on the internet, but to be able to take it, look at some of these things rationally and think through them and kind of talk about them and identify what is wrong. Hmm. What, were there any like specific objections that you've seen that you wanted to talk about? or um or any like other objections kind of like, from the other side yeah or just things that you've seen or- i mean there there have been a lot of like well what if you know this scenario mm-hmm. which i don't necessarily want to go down all of those mm-hmm. um but it's it's so crazy to me just trying to justify murdering someone yeah yeah okay let's let's go with the issue of of rape Mm -hmm. um you know a lot of people are upset with these bills because you know they think that it's just harming rape victims Mm -hmm. um well okay like let's let's look at that type of scenario like if a woman is raped that's a horrible criminal offense. Mm-hmm. And I personally believe that the man who committed that crime deserves the death penalty. Mm-hmm. Um, but that if, if a woman conceives through rape, that child is not her offender. Right. And it's not that child's fault Mm -hmm. that that happened. And it's not that child's fault that that the child reminds its mother of a horrible offense that happened to her. Mm -hmm. Um, Like two wrongs don't make a right. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, Like it actually only causes more harm to abort a child conceived in rape. Mm. Like obviously not only for the child who is being murdered, but also for the mother. She is only further being violated. Mm. A child is going to be ripped from her womb. She is only further going to be 
mentally changed by the situation. Mm. She's been violated by this criminal who raped her and now she's going to be violated by someone who's going to murder her child and that's something that she's going to have to like live with for the rest of her life like why make the matter worse yeah (laughs) i don't understand i guess maybe if you're just uneducated on what the abortion process is if you if you don't know that there is actually a a child living in your womb if you honestly believe that i don't know these words like fetus make any sort of difference mm-hmm. um but it's abortion is not a solution for rape right right um So if you've been listening to this podcast for any length of time, I hope that you, I hope that, that I am backing up what I say here with the way that I have talked about things in the past. I try hard, especially when I'm recording myself (laughs) to give measured responses to things, right? I try not to go too far, um, with, with my convictions or things like that. So with that preface, I want to say it is evil to insinuate that a child born out of rape is better off dead. Sorry. (laughs) I can't imagine anyone truly looking at a child who is conceived in rape and saying that they are, it is better for the world if they were dead. And that is what you are doing. Yes. When you say that rape victims ought to have the choice to abort their children. And it's same with the issue of even poverty. Like, you know, mm-hmm. the the stance that, well, these kids are just going to be born into like horrible situations and poverty. So mm-hmm. we should just kill them now. Like, okay, so are you going to go to every orphan in an orphanage, look them in the eye and tell them that they should be dead? Yeah. Because that's what you're saying. Yeah, that it's better for them. It's better for their mother. It's better for the world if they were dead. That is evil. Full stop. Yes. I understand if someone has not thought through their position and holds to that out of a default thinking that it is compassionate to tell the mother that. That's the only way that I could see that. But if you really think through it and you truly believe that a child is better off dead than impoverished or the fact that they that their mother was raped that is evil absolutely full stop and and again we we already mentioned it but th- this is kind of a yes and yes we ought to be um supporting things like crisis pregnancy centers mm-hmm. that um if your church has some sort of benevolence towards uh for what the bible says widows and orphans um 
James even even talks about how pure and undefiled religion is this to go to orphans and widows. So so the Christian ethic, the Christian worldview specifically talks about supporting people who um who are unable to support themselves, right? So yes, we as Christians ought to be doing those things as well. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Um, we can have conversations on how to do that. That's where it gets into the political thing that we don't want to necessarily get to on this episode. Right. Because in a nutshell, we don't believe, Samantha and I don't believe that that should come from the government, but we believe that that should come from the, the, com- church. the church and mm-hmm. the church community. Right. Okay. So we'll we'll table that discussion, but we do believe that that support ought to, to be there. Right. Um, and that especially as Christians, we ought to be generous with what we have and, and support those who cannot support themselves. How we do that is another discussion. Um, but yeah. that, that is a, a part of the Christian worldview. Uh, that's not, again, <laughs> sorry, I keep wading into politics. That may not be a part of the Republican agenda. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's okay. But as Christians, we ought to be doing that. And again, we can still rejoice when we are limiting the evil of murdering children. We we don't have to immediately. It does not follow that because women are not being supported. And again, that's a whole other conversation. They may be, but in different ways. Um, it does not follow that. Therefore, their children ought to die. What? Yeah. Yes, we can talk about hypocritical policies, okay? We can talk about those things, but that does not make limiting child murder a bad thing. Right. Yeah, I've I've seen a lot of this, yeah, just accusations of pro-lifers being hypocritical because, mm-hmm. you know, we're all about the the unborn child, but we don't care at all about the mother, like... That is incredibly short-sighted. Like, are you, have you ever talked to, actually talked to a Mm pro-lifer? Like, have you Googled uh, pregnancy centers? Because there's actually thousands of them in the U.S. There's Mm -hmm. actually more pregnancy centers to help mothers and children than there are even abortion clinics Mm -hmm. in the U.S., like that argument does not hold any water whatsoever. Right. I mean, even it's just trying to be a gotcha question Mm -hmm. (laughs) or statement. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Cause even again, wading into the politics here, um, the even policies that, that are, that are, that have attempted to be, to be passed that would, um, prevent government funding of Planned Parenthood doesn't stop other types of uh, support for women and for mothers, you know, like, well, I'll, we talk about it. We've mentioned it a few times, but crisis pregnancy centers, like funnel that money into places that don't provide abortions. Like (laughs) it's not that, it's not that hard. It's Mm -hmm. not like we are taking or we're attempting to, and I say we just, you know, whatever types of laws that are being passed. It's not like 
they are attempting to take, you know, money out of the pockets of women who need it. No, just diverting it to places that are not going to kill children. Right. How about that? How about that? Like, let's just agree that killing children is wrong. And if your whole business is based on killing children, the government shouldn't be supporting you. Well, it's honestly just completely hypocritical of our government that we do have a law that you cannot murder, but yet they're taking taxpayer money to fund abortion. Mm, Well, yeah. (laughs) And I mean... full just to be to be uh to be fair um the, the law is that no the government cannot support abortion and so the, the way that you get around that with planned parenthood is well well abortion is something that they do but that's not all they provide and so the money that the government gives planned parenthood none of that actually goes to performing abortions it just goes to the other things that Planned Parenthood does. Bull. I, well, I understand. Um, I understand for. I understand that accountants can can make that distinction, right? But when you have a when you have a an entire business that is built on abortion, Loophole. that would crumble if it no longer provided abortions. That is fighting tooth and nail purely on the basis of abortion and not uh, uh, on the basis of its other services. Right. I mean, it's, it's clearly that, that plan, it, it, it is very clear that Planned Parenthood exists to abort children. Well, it is, it literally exists to yeah. mm-hmm. murder children. Right. It, it was, was that's what founded it was. Yeah. to do that. Yeah. It was actually founded to wipe out minorities and those with disability. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which it's actually doing a pretty good job at. Yeah. Because, oh, it's, yeah, black women are only 7% of the population, but account for over 40% of all abortions performed in America. That's yeah. the statistic that yeah. I read. That was uh, a tweet by Candace Owens. Mm-hmm. Um, she is a black woman okay not that that matters in the dissemination of truth but whatever you know um so that yeah so that's not 40 percent of blacks but 40 percent of abortions in america right are performed on black women that horrible which if you put that with the black women make up seven percent of the population that's a that's a huge that's a huge percentage yeah. like yeah 40 percent against like 40 percent of the seven percent yeah that is what happens when people believe the evil that their children are better off dead because of their situation because of their financial situation, because of where they are in life, that when people believe that their children are better dead, that that's what occurs, and that's that is the um, the lie that is perpetuated is that children don't matter by and large, and they're it, your life is better without them, right? And the world is better without them, and they are better off. Torn limb from limb. 
which if that mindset continues, we're just not going to exist as a race anymore. Well, yeah. The human race would literally cease to exist if no one had children. Yeah. And actually, if if you look into it, the population is actually decreasing because people don't have as many children as they used to. Mm-hmm. And it's going to cause problems. Yeah. Yeah. Even just on the world state. Yeah. The, uh, a culture cannot last, obviously, if it doesn't reproduce. Mm-hmm. And if the cultural norm is to kill your children, you are going to be overtaken by less barbaric cultures who continue to have children. Right. <laughs> um. And I say that intentionally. I believe abortion is a barbaric practice. Right. Um, to butcher your children is a horrible thing. <laughs> I don't know. Have I come on strong enough? <laughs> I don't know. I can't tell. I can't tell if I'm getting my point across. Um, it's not an easy thing to talk about. And there's more to say, but I, I can't think of anything yeah, I mean, yeah, there's lots of little what-ifs we could go into, lots of other little rabbit trails mm-hmm. um, that could probably even be their own episode. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think I think we should probably leave it at that, and if anyone has questions, they can contact us. Or... Yeah, that's true. And there are multiple ways to contact us. (laughs) You can email us. Our email address is sotalktomepodcast at gmail.com. You can tweet at us on Twitter. Our handle is at so underscore talk to me. We are on Facebook, the So Talk To Me podcast. And then we also have an Instagram at so talk to me podcast. So how do we uh, transition out of that? That's a difficult thing to... Um, do. I don't know. <laughs> Got any records? <laughs> yeah. See, that's a good question. Um, no, I've just been doing a bunch of boring stuff. Um, yeah, I haven't really thought about it. So. The, the, the one thing that I can think of as a recommendation that I recently got into is by a buddy of mine, Nate, um, recommended this to me and it's been, it's been helpful. Um, there's an app on the app store. I got it on Android, but I know it's initially on, um, iOS, but it's called Verses, and it is a scripture memorization app. It does cost a few bucks. Um, I had some Google play store money. Um, that I used for it. So it was basically free for me. But um, it it has a couple different modules that will help you help like test your memorization and things like that. So um, it's been really helpful just to have a little reminder on my phone saying, hey, you should work on memorizing scripture and uh, being able to kind of show you how to do that using different methods. So that's cool. It's been cool. Yeah. Versus. That's what that's called. As in the plural of verse, like a right. verse of scripture. Yeah. Not verses as in like. V.S. Period. Yeah. Godzilla <laughs> versus Mothra. Not that kind of verses. You got any recos before we head out for the night? Uh, no. 
I mean, well, lately I've been listening to um, Andrew Peterson. Oh, yeah. I recommend listening to him. I like his yeah. music. It's pretty... Well, I was going to say it's pretty chill, but it's also just pretty. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty. It is pretty. pretty. Um, yeah, I mean, he's he's a Christian artist. Um, and yeah, he's very doctrinally sound. And I like listening to his songs. Yeah. Good stuff. Andrew Peterson. Um, I guess... D- d- not to belabor the point, but if I can kind of give a, a parting thought okay. for the evening is just that... Um, did you remember that thing that you forgot? No. Oh, okay. No. I, I did earlier and, and we kind of touched on it, so it's oh, all okay. good. Um, but I I would just encourage, uh, especially Christians listening, brothers and sisters, that this is an issue in which we ought to be bold. We ought to have conviction um certainly we should be we should exemplify the fruits of the spirit right we ought to be gentle we ought to be merciful we ought to be gracious in how we in how we talk to people but don't be ashamed to stand for what's right for yeah what's right for what god says for those who can't speak for themselves right um don't be ashamed. It's, I say that simply because I've been on social media a lot lately and it seems just overwhelming how the, the, the amount of vitriol um, towards those who would call themselves pro-life, um, those who oppose abortion. Um, but this, this, this is something to, to be bold on. This is something to take courage, to be encouraged because like we talked about earlier, what God says is actually what's best for us. You know, it, we, we will live our life. How do I say this? Cause I don't want to sound all prosperity gospel. Um, but we will live better lives if we follow God's commands. Right. Um, well, yeah, I mean, just naturally, just <laughs> the natural consequences, yeah, right? Exactly. Like- <laughs> exactly. Um, we will be blessed. That doesn't, you know, don't take that too far in, in meaning like spe- specifically material blessings, but, but God will bless us um, in, in ways we don't even see if we follow him. So, so be encouraged because what scripture says is right. It is good. It is for the best. So I hope that we've been encouraging and not just, not just negative, um, but but I think it is a serious topic, and so we do. It does deserve some uh, a serious conversation. Be loving, and be gentle. Be strong. Be gracious. Amen. Take, take heart. Take courage. Anyways, <laughs> I guess that's it. I don't have anything else to say. You have anything else to say? Uh, not really. I mean, maybe we can link some of the, some of the things that I've been sharing. I don't know. Just so you have some tools in your pocket to share with people. If you want, um, there was a great sermon by Jeff Durbin that I had shared, uh, yesterday. Um, okay. 
Sweet. Well, we'll try and throw some of those links in the description of this episode. And if we don't get around to that, uh, check out our Facebook page because we'll be sharing that stuff there. Yep. All right. Well, till next time, till episode 89, go talk to your spouse. Yeah. Go go start a debate on Facebook about no, abortion. Just no, kidding. don't do that. <laughs> Please don't do that. You don't have to go to social media to do that. That's true. Oh, goodness. <laughs> not the best place for uh, it. No. Especially not right now. <laughs> no. But, you know, whatever you're thinking about, especially if you have, like, you know, if you're thinking about some serious topics, go talk to someone about it and have a conversation. Think through these things along with people. Until next time. Mm-hmm.